When I have an owner like this, I don't punt anything. And if I thought I had a chance at a second half, I wouldn't have punted that either. I don't punt at all, ever, with an owner like Steve Cohen. I don't punt. But I understood it last year. I was disappointed how early they moved Robertson because Robertson was a key piece that they couldn't aff- you can't win without a you couldn't win without him. He was too important to the bullpen. So that signified just giving up. And ultimately, I, not, I'm not upset with that because I think the Scherzer trade absolutely be, ended up becoming a home run. And he flexed his muscle by spending money in the Scherzer and Verlander trades to get better prospects by keeping most of their money on the books for this season. So I, I love what he did there. I probably would have kept Verlander because I needed someone in the rotation and I knew it was going to be tough to 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 bolster the rotation. And now you're seeing that the rotation's garbage. They don't have a rotation. Like they really don't have a rotation. You're talking about Kodai Sanga. You're talking um, uh, Quintana. You're talking uh, now Luis Severino, uh, McGill, Buto. Like th- there is really no rotation to speak of right now. Oh, they traded for uh, what's his name from Milwaukee, um, Hauser. So they got Hauser in the rotation as well, who's a you know an okay pitcher, but like it's not much of a rotation to speak of. They don't you know they don't have a pitching staff right now, and the bullpen's always been a problem. Now hopefully Diaz comes back and is his same self, but he's coming off a knee injury, and they've just sat this thing out. Like I don't get it. I was on the air live when the Giolito news broke on Friday, and like they were interested in him, they wanted him. Apparently, the news now, the reports are that they did offer him a contract. Go get your guy. Go get someone. I, I'm not, Lucas Giolito's had his moments. And I do think at his, he's got some good stuff. And if you could figure him out, I do think he could be as good as like a number two in a rotation. I think he's capable of that. He hasn't done it consistently. And do I think he's uh, paid a bit much here at 19.25 million dollars? Yeah, it's probably a bit much. But what's the point of having Steve Cohen if you're going to be this frugal? Like, you act like, hey, well, listen, that, that's a terrible contract. You don't want to give him that. Why not? Do you want the pitcher or not? Like, you can't pay $20 million to, to Lucas Giolito. Why not? Why not? How would that impact him in any way, shape, or form? How would that impact him in any way? Go out and get a pitching staff. Go out and throw... Get him, get someone else, throw it up against the wall and see what sticks. Like, even if that's the game you're going to play and you don't want to spend the big money, give short term deals to a couple of different guys, do something. Like, I think they absolutely should be in the market for Montgomery. Why not? Montgomery's still on the timeline of competing in a couple of years. He's a young guy, he's 30 years old. Go get Montgomery. Go get someone, do something. He's sitting everything out. Stearns is coming here, and I understand that now it's uh, the idea that he's coming from Milwaukee. He's he's had a history of obviously working for a team in a low market. Like I, I don't care. I don't think this is him. They were talking about this at the at the midway point of last year, taking a step back. Now that might have been with his influence, because I'm sure they were talking to him. He was working for Milwaukee, but he wasn't there. He was more of a consultant, so I'm sure. Even against Major League policy, I'm sure they've had some conversations. They knew they were going to hire him. So maybe this is all Stearns. I don't know. But you can't just you can't just go into the season with no rotation. 
Like I, I just I don't and and the fan base that just seems to be okay with it. This guy has gotten an unbelievable pass. I'm not saying he's never spent money. He had the highest payroll in baseball last year. All right, he spent some money. Lindor immediately changed things. He comes here, trades for Lindor, gives him three hundred plus million dollars. That's a move the previous owners would have never done. All right, we all know that. But how long does he get by on not being the Wilpons? Like, how long does he get by on that? Like, okay, yeah, he paid Nimmo, he paid McNeil, he paid Lindor, he paid Scherzer, he paid Verlander. He traded away two of them. They were absolute disasters. He paid $100 million for a a closing pitcher who got hurt, the World Baseball Classic. And now, because he hadn't won immediately by pouring money into the team, he's going to take a step back, and you guys all think it's a good move. Like spending money somehow hinders the ability to continue to build the farm system. Building the farm system makes sense. Sitting out the Soto trade made sense. I had no problem with that. I know Sal was clamoring, why aren't they in on Soto? People, I had no problem. They've made a decision that their farm system's in disarray, and they want to make sure they build up the prospects and build up the team through the farm. That's smart. I'm on board with that, especially because you could pay for Soto next year. I had no qualms not trading for Juan Soto. None. I have no qualms with not trading. I'm not if I'm the Mets right now. I'm tra- I'm not trading for a rental Bieber. I'm not trading for a rental Burns. I get that. I get that. I don't want to give up prospects for one year. I could buy those guys next year. Fine. But this year you got to do something. You got to put some money into this team. You got to go out and try and compete in a division with the Braves and the Phillies. You can't just sit back and be a 500 team this year or worse. At best, a 500 team. You can't do that. I'm sorry. When my owner is Steve Cohen, and I'm off 101 win season two years ago, and I still have a core of, of good guys that I believe in, in Alonzo and, and Lindor, and uh, you know, I can't just sit back and say, hey, if everything breaks right, I'm 500 this year. That's I never want to have those seasons again. Like it might happen. Go out there and if, make moves. Some of them are disasters. You have a down year like you had last year. You live with it. I'm not saying losing is 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 somehow put behind them. Stuff happens. That's I I clamor how great it is for the Yankees because it's not easy to do winning for 30 years. So I understand it. Spend money. Sometimes you lose. Last year was a disaster. You trade away your assets. You bring in more prospects. Fine, 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 fine. But you can't go into a year like you're the Pittsburgh Pirates and hope. I know that's a stretch, but the, the thought process is with teams like that is that, hey, listen, if we find ourselves in contention, we'll do things. That's how the Wilpons acted. That's Wilponian. Let's let's do the bare minimum to start the year. If things break right, then we'll try and bolster the team at the trade deadline. And that's the, that's the tact it feels like Steve Cohen is taking right now. I don't get it. I really don't get it. It's not a great market. I understand that. Snell helps this team. Montgomery helps this team. Is it a perfect fit? No. Will, will you have to pay, overpay for them? But that's why you have Steve Cohen. Go out and do it and give this team a chance this year.